1 Samuel chapter 17 and we're going to read from verse 1 onwards. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Sako, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Sako and Ezekah in Ephes Damim. Verse 2. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in the battle, drew up in battle array against the Philistines. Verse 3. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between them. Verse 4. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath whose height was six cubits and a span. Verse 5. He had a bronze helmet on his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. Verse 6. And he had bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Verse 7. Now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels and a shield bearer went before him. Verse 8. Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourself, yourselves and let him come down to me. Verse 9. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and service. I'm going to stop right here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. The Spirit of God wants to bring to attention here the battle that is set before us. The battle that is set before us. The enemy is allowed to come to the territory of the people of God. The enemy is allowed to come to the territory of the people of God. And how is he coming? He's coming fully armed. He's coming with his weapons. He's armed and he's with weapons. So he's allowed to come into the territory of God's people and he shows himself to be strong, he shows himself to be powerful, he shows himself to have what it takes to bring down his enemies. So now, the enemy was Goliath from Philistine. He is coming from Satan himself. And the enemies of the Philistines are the people of God, which is the army of God. You see a war that is about to break out and a challenge that has been posed to the people of God. And the challenge was, look at me. Look at my stature. I am so tall. And look at my armor. I am so strong. I have everything that I must have in order to overtake you, to overpower you. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Why does God allow challenging circumstances in our lives? Why does God allow challenging circumstances in our lives? When you look at it, this guy was allowed to see if God would have thought not to allow this guy to come. He can be 8 feet tall, 9 feet tall, 12 feet tall, even up to half the sky, whatever it may be. God can keep him home. One touch in his brain can paralyze. 
a big giant. One touch in his stomach can paralyze a big guy. Health comes from God Almighty. However, God chose not to do anything to prevent this guy from getting up, from getting dressed and going into this battle plan that he had with his people to bring it before the people of God, to mock them, to challenge them, to threaten them, to do whatever he can do. So power was given temporarily. Limited power was given temporarily to this guy called Goliath and to the people who are with Goliath. So he is coming along with him and armor bearer is also coming. Both of them are allowed by God to go before the people of God. And the God or the people of God is the Lord of hosts. They have been allowed to come in the midst of the people of God. Whose God is the Lord who is the maker of this champion himself. Up front you may see a challenging situation. Up front you may see a situation that looks impossible. Up front you may look at a situation that looks threatening, life threatening, whatever threatening it may be. But we have to understand no matter who the enemy is, no matter how big he may appear to be, we have a God who is stronger than the strong man, who is bigger than the enemy, who is bigger than the powers of darkness. He is right there. If he allows the enemy and he says, oh, He watches from heaven and he says, Oh, you're putting your helmet on? Put it on, put it on. Because the stone is going to pass right there. Cover up everything and go. Let me show my power. Through one person who has faith in God. That's the key. Through one person who has faith in God, God is waiting to execute his plan. God is asking you this question. Do you want to partner with the maker of heaven and earth? To be the one person to execute the plan of God? Or do you stand with the rest of the people who just look at the situation, look at the circumstance and they get so scared and so intimidated by the enemy that is in front of them to the point that they are paralyzed. They are not able to do anything. God is looking for our availability. Our availability equals our faith. Our availability equals our faith. We can say, Lord, I'm available, but you know what? I can't come out of my tent and I'm so scared. I mean, if you can just drag me out somehow and somehow infuse me your power and somehow take me before Goliath now. God is looking for our faith to mix with his power. His power is made manifest in our bodies. His strength is being made perfect in our weaknesses. It is so important to take our eyes off of the enemy and place our eyes on God. Whatever is in front of us may look big, may look huge like Goliath. I mean, if you look at Goliath and if you look at the Israelite people, including Saul, who was the tallest in his, among his people, Goliath was much taller than Saul himself. So in the natural, it looks threatening. But the captain of the army of Israel is not Saul. It's God himself who is much bigger than Saul, much bigger than Goliath. When we fail to recognize who we belong to, 
We fail to recognize where God has placed us in. We fail to recognize his plan for our lives. That he is looking for that one person who will partner with him to accomplish big things for God. We go under and not above. God is speaking to our hearts today. He says, I've called you to be above and not beneath. I've called you to be the head and not the tail. I've called you to be above and not beneath. Unbelief will take us beneath our problems. Faith will take us above our problems. God is speaking to our hearts today. I'm going to take you to this verse where we stopped. We are just going to go here. That Let's go to verse 8. Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And you, the servants of Saul, choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. This is a very important scripture that God is bringing to us during this time. If he's able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. This is what is happening in the spiritual realm every single day. When we face spiritual battle, when we face any kind of battle, which is spiritual for us, for human beings, Satan looks at every person and he says this, I'm here to destroy you, I'm here to steal from you, I'm here to kill you. But if you are able to prevail against me, then I am under your control. I will come under your control because you become my boss. But if you bow down to me, if I defeat you, then I become your boss. Many, many, many times in the lives of many, many, many people because they fear the enemy and they don't fear the living God. They become slave and servants to Satan. And what does Satan do? He is the most cruel taskmaster. He'll make you do whatever he wants you to do and he will destroy you. But if we prevail against the enemy, then the enemy is brought under us and Satan along with his hosts and all those he tries to control will all come under us, under the dominion of those who prevail against the enemy. I really pray that the Spirit of God will help you to understand what the Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. In your own life, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, if you can win over that, situation, whether it's anger, whether it's immorality, whether it's whatever type of addiction it may be, whatever it may be, if you can overcome that, then that will become your slave. You can help many people, all those whom those demonic spirits are controlling, it will all come under your control. You can set many people free. But if you lose and if you let the devil prevail against you, what will happen? You will be under his bondage. And along with you, all those who depend on you. God is speaking to our hearts today. This is the challenge that Satan brings to every single person. And those of you, and go under the domination of Satan, 
become dominated by Satan. What happens? Peace is gone. Joy is gone. Hope is gone. No, nothing from God can be retained if you go under the domination of Satan. I want to bring to your minds the Bible character, the real Bible character that we see in the Bible. His name was Samson. Samson was doing so well until he lost what he had and went under the domination of Satan. What happened when he went under the domination of Satan? Satan took his spiritual eyes. As a result of that, he lost also his physical eyes. His two eyes were removed from him. And he was chained. A man who was free, a man who could never be successfully chained, who used to break all the shackles, who used to lift the city gate, who was so strong, who could just take that and put it on his shoulder and walk, such was the power of God inside of him. Long as he kept his covenant with God. When that was broken, he lost the power of God. So the key here that the Spirit of God is speaking is, in order to dominate the powers of darkness, you need the power of God. Behold, I give you power over all the powers of darkness, to trample serpents, to tread on scorpions, to overtake the powers of darkness, because the power of God is the power of all powers. And when He has the power and He gives you that power, you can bring under subjection the Philistines, you can bring under subjections, subjection the Midianites. You can bring under subjection all those who oppose God. Thereby they'll oppose you. You can bring under your subjection because power comes from God. He gives power to his people. But when we are not under his dominion, we have no real power. At that time what happens? We come under the bondage of the enemy. Not only us. Whatever belongs to us, whoever is with us, everybody goes right underneath that. That's the power of the powers of darkness. Even though his power is defeated power, when we have no power, do you know that? If a person is paralyzed, when a little ant is smaller than the person, a human being, he could be six feet tall, seven feet tall. If he's completely paralyzed, do you know that a little ant can go and bite him and he will not be able to do anything? Do you know that? He's paralyzed. He cannot do anything to take that out of him. But if he has the strength, a little ant crawls on him. He'll be able to squash it in seconds. But if his strength is gone, it'll bite and bite and bite. Little ant. Ant has more power. In reality... If the man or the woman has more power. But if the power that is inside of them is disabled, is gone, a little ant with little power can do a lot of damage. This is speaking to our today. Satan is like that little ant. He can bite. Satan is like that. He can do damage. He can steal, kill, and destroy. But we have the power to squash him if our power comes from on high. God is speaking to our hearts today. What is your source that you're drawing from? Are you full or are you depleted? What do you have inside of you? Do you have the power to tread on serpents, to trample scorpions? 
Or is it depleted? God wants to replenish today. God wants to pour into you his power, his grace, his strength. It is important for you to understand the challenge that Satan has placed before you. He says, you don't resist and you don't fight. You lose. If you lose, Satan wins. If he wins, he will be your boss. He will dominate you. He will dominate every part of you. But if you win over him through the power of God, knowing that the Lord of hosts is your God and he is more powerful than the powers of darkness, then, 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 you can bring down the powers of darkness and and rescue people out of the hands of the enemy. All the evil spirits that have gone into other people who are under the domination of Satan, who are bound, who don't know how to come out, who have no power to come out. If you prevail against the enemy, God will use you to bring deliverance to all those people. God is speaking to our hearts today. Know your God, O Israel. Know the power of your God, O Jacob. Know the prevailing power of prayer people of God. There's nothing that is stronger than the almighty God, the God of Israel. We need to learn to bow down to him only. If we bow down to him only, we will not bow down to fear. If we bow down to him only, we will not bow down to immorality. If we bow down to him only, we will not bow down to anger. If we bow down to him only, we will not bow down to any Substance that is toxic to our bodies. If we bow down to him only, then we will resist the devil through the power of God. As long as we have power inside, we can squash that ant. But if we don't have power, then we can't. The little ant will bite us. But if we have the power of God, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, working inside of us, by submitting to God, How do you get that power? By submitting to God. Every turn you take, when you have that obedience to the word of God, the power of God will begin to get stronger on the inside through the word of God working inside of you. Then you will have the strength to resist the devil. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Without submitting to God, we have no power. We can have hands, we can have legs, but if it's paralyzed, no good. We can use the name of Jesus. You can use scriptures and all those things. But if the obedience is not on the inside, you are like the paralyzed person with hands and legs, eyes and everything. But you can't do a thing when that little ant bites you, crawls on you. It can just torment you. It'll go into your ear. It can go into the eye. It can go all over. It can bring many more ants. You become a helpless person if that obedience to God is not there. You become a powerless person Not able to do anything to push that or to kill that. Because the strength to overcome is not there. How can you build up that resistance and how can you have the strength to resist the enemy? How can you really push him with force? Through the strength of God flowing into you. Jesus said this, I'm the vine, you are the branches. When that branch is connected to the vine, what happens? The strength from the vine goes into the branches. 
then a lot of fruit comes as a result of that god is speaking to our hearts today if you want to be about and not beneath if you want to be about and not beneath if you want to be about and not beneath that means if you don't want to be stepped on but you want to step on if you don't want to be pushed down but you want to have the strength to push your enemy it's important for you to be connected with the power source the lord jesus christ he is the power of all the powers he is the greatest power the power of god is more powerful than all the powers of darkness put together when we submit to god by listening to what god says by walking with god in faith in his word see only when you have faith in his word can you obey him only those who have faith in god will actually have faith in his word and people can say well i have faith in god but you know what they won't do a thing that the bible says they really don't have faith in god they just say it a paralyzed person can talk you can say i can squash this ant this is so small it's so tiny you can say everything but you know what if he's paralyzed he can't do anything that's how it is a person who says that they have faith but really does not have the strength to obey just talks really can't do it then god is speaking to our hearts today the inner strength comes from your connection with jesus christ your inner strength comes from your obedience to the word of god which is your connection with jesus christ if we don't obey we are powerless if we don't obey we will be abused day and night by the abuser you will not be able to control the abuser you can speak all you want you know if a, if a thief comes to your house and you just stand by the door and say no 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 don't come to the house no 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 he's going to push you down and go you need to not only say no but you need to know how to punch him and knock him out of your house you need to know that you need to have the strength for that and it's god who trains our hands for battle he pours his power into us So simply saying the scriptures without having the strength is not going to do much. Because the enemy is not going to say, well you say no, I think you think I'm going to listen to you? No. But if there's a force that comes from within, which is the power of God, when you say no, it should just blow him out. <laughs> it should just blow him away from your territory. That's how forceful that no has to come. That's how forceful the word of God when you speak, the enemy should just be thrown away 10 feet away from you or 50 feet away from you depending on what force is coming from inside. God is speaking to our hearts today. And the force that power of God comes from God who is the force himself. and when we are connected to that life force the force of all force god himself no weapon formed against me shall prosper no tongue that is raised shall stand i have authority and power in jesus name no weapon formed against me no tongue that is raised shall stand why the authority and power comes from the power source the power of all powers when that power is there nobody no demon no human can come and stand galat can only talk 
and Goliath can confine all those who don't have that power. They didn't have the power. So they were all hiding in the tents, including the king of Israel. But there came this little cute little fellow, little one who carried the power of God, the anointing of God. He just came and he just stood and he just squashed that big Goliath who was like a little ant. You know why? Even though he was small, his arms were working, his legs were working. He was able to tap it off. Be a little one. If he has the power inside, the force inside, little ants can be dealt with. The power of God needs to flow from within. To the proportion you obey God, to the frequency, consistency, the obedience to God, to his word. You will see victories in your life because that's how much power you have. How much power you have. To what extent you believe in him. To what extent you show your faith in him by doing what he has told you to do. That's the only way you actually show that you believe in him. Power will be given to you. If you are someone who will do something with what God has said, then God will say, there's some use in giving you some things because you'll do something with it. God is looking for people who are doers of his word. If you want to bring down the powers of darkness, if you want to trample serpents, tread on scorpions. It's important for you to prioritize God's word above everything in your life. For you to first believe that this is life and this is life force and this will cause me to dominate my circumstances. So I'm going to give priority to this. Word of God. I'm going to know this word and I'm going to do this word. If we don't know this, how are we going to do it? So it takes diligence to really study the word of God, to become a student of the word of God, to hear the word of God and then to just do it. Simply do it. God will give his power, his strength to every single one who will say, God, I will act on your word. I'll be a doer of your word. I'm going to take what you say and I'm going to do it. And that's how David became the David who won over Goliath. Because whatever was given to him, he did it. He had faith in God. He was a good steward of what God had given to him. And when he saw the need... In his heart, he communicated with God. When he knew that he has to go and stand before Goliath, he didn't think about his life. He never for one second thought that Goliath was bigger than him. Do you know that? Not a second did David think that, what if he kills me? And Goliath is telling all kinds of things. He says, I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to give it to the birds and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, and you know, little fellow, in front of the big giant. He goes, ha, 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 ha. what you want. I will show you what I'm going to do. Because greater is he who is in me than he that's in you, Goliath. When we know our God. When we know that he is there. And when we have his power inside of us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Conquer everything and every part and every area and 
every spirit bring under our subjection through the power of God which is more powerful than the strong man. Shall we all stand up together? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you believe that small pill, which is mega dose, it can be 5,000 mg, but it's a small pill, it's very potent. How many of you believe that? That's what God does. The word of God can come in less time, but it's potent. The point that God conveys, if we can take that home and do it, it will do wonders in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Close our eyes and let's look to the Lord at this hour. Hallelujah.